Hey girls, Maria Menounos here, author of The Every Girl's Guide to Life. Want to know my best tips and secrets for organization, travel, weight loss, beauty, fashion, and everything else in between? Go to bing.com slash Maria and pick up my new book, The Every Girl's Guide to Life. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, this is AfterBuzz TV for Celebrity Apprentice. Tonight's host is Daphne Valerius. Joining Daphne will be AfterBuzz co-hosts AJ Jovalet, Michelle Macedo, Courtney Stewart, and Phil Svitek. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest Celebrity Apprentice news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, picking up where the show leaves off and the buzz continues, Daphne Valerius. You have you have Latoya's voice, which AJ will explain scientifically for us. Exactly, I think he has some kind of scientific theory behind her voice, comparing it also to Janet. So I, I just will... ha- I just have a comment, nothing ha. more. I just have a comment. That's all. Uh, we'll get to it. Ha! Well, it's good to be back. I haven't seen you guys in a long time. It feels like forever. I know we haven't seen you in forever either. Yeah, just doing big things. You know what I mean. Speaking of seeing, uh, <laughs> we always like to have the show playing in the background. <laughs> there we go. Yay. So, well, But Daphne, before we get to all of this, I feel like you've been gone for so long. We got to gotta tell them what's up. Recap? Really? No, not the recap. We got to tell them, uh, well, uh, as you guys heard, Maria's book is out. It yes. is killing it. Yes. I am really excited about the book. Show them the book. Every Girl's Guide to Life. Travel easier. Host Access Hollywood. Host Today Show. Lose. Lost 40 pounds and I'll keep it off. Interview Obamas. Get red carpet ready. Be successful. Cook dinner. Save money. Organize life. Live well. Be happy. All by Maria Menounos. So you guys have to go and check it out. And that's only page one of the book. That's only page one of the book. I mean, there's just some good tips about, you know, getting your hustle on. I mean, Maria's just doing it. Doing it in a major way. So we're excited that this book is doing well and changing girls' lives. Well, speaking of doing it, here's what AfterBuzz is doing as well. April 29th, we will be doing the Royal Wedding live commentary. No longer the after show commentary. We are doing live with uh, Lillian Garcia, Kat Bayless, and uh, we're trying to throw in some other hosts into the mix. Maria Menounos is uh, hopefully going to get us some other celebrities in there as well. Either way, um, it's going to be an exciting time. And Daphne. What, what do we have in store for May 25th? What have you promised me that we're going to do on May 25th? We are going to be counting down to Oprah's last show. Oh. That is so important. So it's going to be a three-day extravaganza. Extravaganza. So. Mm-hmm. Happy buzz, 
<laughs> and why is it big? Why why I mean, do people Oprah, like me have to care? I mean, Oprah really has dominated the daytime airways forever. She has changed lives. She's just an amazing woman in her own right and all the amazing things that she's doing. So, I mean, I think it's necessary for AfterBuzz TV to celebrate the legacy that she's leaving behind. All right. You know? So that's the theme. So we're celebrating the legacy. We're celebrating right. her legacy with a countdown to Oprah's last show. Really excited about that. I think it's going to be really, really fun. Awesome. Well, yeah. excellent. So let's get that all the way in. So May 25th is the last show. So... Hey, it could be it could be anything, you know. Who knows? I would love to be in that audience. Yeah, she's probably giving away islands. Yeah, yeah. I actually, <laughs> you no, get actually, an island. I actually know you someone. get an island. <laughs> you I get a republic. I actually know someone <coughs> who's gonna be a part of that. So hopefully. Oh, uh, let's let's get him, guy or girl. Let's yeah. get him to call in. Guy, I mean, girl, girl, girl. So we'll get her to call in because I mean they will have taped the show ahead of time. So. Yes. <coughs> Yay. So. Anything else you guys want to recap on? Well, uh, just the last things. Uh, for those of you um, still wondering where you can listen to After Buzz TV, of course, there is, um, for any of the live shows, it's uh, ustream.tv slash TV. And whether or not, um, most of our shows are video, so you can see us. But even if it's not, uh, if it's just an audio podcast, you can still listen there live. Um, then for your archived listens, of course, there's our iTunes subscriptions. Um, where you can go to uh, the iTunes store, just search any of your favorite shows and uh, subscribe, and you'll automatically get it um, downloaded when we get a weekly episode up. You uh, can, of course, go on our website, which uh, right after we do a show, that gets posted right there. And then last but certainly not least is our Stitcher app. Um, it's not our app, actually. It's the Stitcher app. And so for your smartphones, whether it's a BlackBerry, Android, or iPhone... Right, you're the iPhone, you're the BlackBerry, I'm the Android. Is that what we got? He's the iPad, I'm the iPhone. You might have an iPhone and you're the Android. And yeah, Fair enough. <laughs> well, whatever gizmos you got, the Stitcher app is for you um, for uh, After Buzz TV listening podcast on the go. That's right. And uh, we are coming up with our own um, iPhone slash iPad app soon, and that will also transition into the Android very soon. After Give us about eight TV, weeks. Everything next so we, level. We yes. got a lot of stuff coming up. A lot of things in the works. But yes. I sorry I've taken up enough of the time away from Celebrity Apprentice. I'll let you get back to it. Well, well, well. Well, Celebrity Apprentice was very interesting. But let's just set the record straight so the women are in the lead. Is that, <laughs> is that official? The lead? What, what, what puts them in the lead? Because there's now three men on the team. Of the men, and we still have another. Yeah, but Jose Canseco left on his own accord. Well, still, even if you had Jose on the team, oh, well, how many? How women. many have the women won then? Um, I think like four or five. Four or five? <laughs> how, many, how many have the men won? Three. Three. Mm -hmm. So you you believe from your statistics that the women have won more than the men? Yes. Okay, I'll tell you the real statistics <laughs> later. Then just leave it alone. All right. <laughs> Well, I mean, I do lead. know there's been some really significant facts, and the women have been really doing really well, so I'm really, really proud. It's been a long time since I've been able to be proud of the women, and, you know, so a lot of love, and we don't have Michelle with us, but she's here. Oh, yes. Uh, she's, for she's those with you, me in spirit. You guys heard winning. Courtney and Michelle in the announced copy. No, they weren't <laughs> fired. Um, 
Michelle, you guys may have seen her on the Borges episode a, a bit earlier. Um, she has a bit of a stomach bug, so she Feel had better. to. Yes, indeed. And what is Courtney doing? Uh, she's tied up. Ti- what is that? That could be so dirty. Or it's it not. It's not dirty. She's 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 tied up, taking care of business. It's personal business, but she can't. All right. That's all it is. Well, it's all good. But we got Daphne back, so we're happy. Yes, and the women have made me absolutely proud. So this was <clears throat> episode 7 in season 11 of Celebrity Apprentice and Raising the Stakes. So the teams had to basically prepare a 20-minute live cooking demonstration. Live in cooking. Of, in front of a... And um, 20 minutes. I didn't actually realize studio, it was a... Yes, in front of a studio audience. And the sponsor was Omaha Steaks. Mm. And I will say that it was really tough watching the episodes because watching all that food, it looked so good. The lobster and the steaks and the meat. Oh, my gosh. Like, I was really craving food just watching the whole entire episode. So, But in the end, um, Gary Busey was the project manager for the guys, men. That is correct. Gary Busey. And kicking hope, butt, taking names. I don't want to mess That's up her last name. Not taking name. names. <laughs> That's what I'm sorry. That's right. Kicking butt. <laughs> not, not taking, taking names. names. Right. That's our motto. Okay. And then Hope Worisick was the project manager for the women, and she did very well. So did we're she? we're really excited. Did she? Yes, she, she did. She did a fantastic so, job. So, <clears throat> basically, but it was interesting because the show opened up with no one knowing who was going to come back from the boardroom because Mark McGrath had gotten let go the episode before and so it was just this like thing like who's gonna come back is Gary gonna come back is Gary gonna come back and sure enough he did so the men's team are not really gelling there isn't much of a love there because they really hate Gary Busey and they you know John I Rich mean, kept on a re- strong word I mean but they, don't they hate dislike him. him they dislike him and but <clears throat> they dislike him and you know John Rich kept on referring to him as a saboteur and someone who sabotages. So basically, <laughs> they're not feeling him. And, you know, for me, him being the project manager, honestly, for this particular project, I feel like it was a setup. Because the minute Donald Trump asked who's the project manager, like Gary Busey, before they they never showed the men having any conversation about yeah, who, but who was the it project gonna be? manager. There was no way, like, if Gary Busey didn't step up that he didn't this. step up. Meatloaf volunteered him. It doesn't matter. So you that was remember his the turn. whole cutting I think piece, it was right? A, so you know, they, they are, there, there are a lot of scenes that we don't get to see. Just like yeah. I, I, like when it comes to the lady, you know, there's there's a lot of cutting, and you have star managing the manager, right? right? And that could mm-hmm. be cutting. That could be cutting. Mm-hmm. But it was obvious that she was doing something there. So, but so we don't know. We didn't see. But well, we didn't see. But for me, I thought like, oh well, maybe that was a setup. But anyways, no, well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. If you get told in the boardroom, you have to step up, Gary, yeah. and you don't step up the next task, you're done for. So That's you it. Mean, so you, we, so you I, think we, that it, he stepped up to the plate as opposed to him being—since we I, didn't see it. I don't think—well, he. I don't know if he necessarily himself stepped up, but his teammates—the overall team knew that he this task had to be his. Mm-hmm. We've seen it in the past where um, someone was supposed to step up, and they didn't step up, and Mr. Trump said— Right. What the f? Right. I specifically told you you need to be project manager, basically, mm-hmm. without overtly <laughs> saying it, and you didn't step up. You're fired. You're fired. So, so, so that it, this was it. It was all or nothing for okay. Gary. Well, nonetheless, he sucked, and um, for um, 
well, what ended up happening is that they were given the task and Gary just went to Meatloaf and said that you're going to be the cook without asking. You know, he he never really delegated responsibility, in my opinion, as a project manager. He never said, okay, you know, he never had, there, there was never any kind of like group meeting of sorts. So, and so here's throughout the, the episode, they were left sort of kind of scattered. You, you said it yourself, you know. They the the team kind of broke apart yeah, a, around did. because each one of them was was quite clear more, more, more John than anyone else big John that little John not mm-hmm. that bigger John one. Rich mm-hmm. John Rich um, John Rich you know he said you know I'm not gonna put my neck out for this guy because you know right. so but they they could have said well you know you should probably ask him if he can cook first right they they could have said something right. and they didn't really they no the the morale is no longer there the team morale. As a, on the men's team, with Gary Busey being there, it, it's just non-existent. And I think they expressed that very early on. I mean, they hated the fact that he stayed, you know, and they hated the fact that Mark McGrath left. And I think that that's what we saw. We saw that, you know, it was a team that had low morale because of Gary Busey because he was their weakest link. And um, one of the things that was interesting, though, is that he did not ask Little John or John Rich to do anything more than anything else. And then Little John suggested the drunken crab legs, which I've never heard of before. Have you guys heard of drunken crab legs before? Yeah, well, there's a lot of food I haven't heard of. That I, <laughs> doesn't mean that I wouldn't I eat. That one I hadn't heard of. Yes, yeah, so I've heard really of it. Though. I've heard of it, but okay. So on the guys' team, mm-hmm. they didn't just not only not step up to to help to help <laughs> Gary at all. Um, they actually kind of left Meatloaf on his own in a, a couple <laughs> right. aspects. And that that's kind of, if, if anything else, you know, I have a little bit of an issue with that because this is one thing to to say, you know what, throw in the towel um, for Gary, mm-hmm. right? But if you if it still is a team and it is still for charity and Meatloaf was kind of left on his own, yeah, they didn't have anything else to do. They weren't assigned tasks, but, but Meatloaf was. Go go back up meatloaf if you can't back up Gary. And it's interesting because they were saying they said multiple times to him, "It's okay, don't let him get to you." But they were getting to him too. <laughs> right. They were, right? They really were. And they didn't. They were ignorant of it. They didn't know that they were getting to him at all. And they actually should have been paying attention because it was actually pretty obvious. But that do you he was, think that like <clears throat> with John Rich, seeing as though I feel like he's the he's much more aware of the game and at the same time, you know, taking the lead. Do you think that even for him, like I sensed in a way that might, that might have been strategy them too not to let him fall because when you fall as the project manager you're more likely to go home i feel like them not stepping up to the plate to help at all i mean meatloaf had to do what he was doing because that was the job that the project manager told him that he has and then little john and john rich weren't told to do anything so in a way, that could have been their strategy. Like I'm not gonna do nothing. The same way that Star Jones had that strategy at one point too early that, on. That absolutely <laughs> was their strategy. Yeah. Their strategy was to just do what they were nothing, told and not yeah. help. Yeah. And, but, but still, only one of them was given a significant right. amount of it to do. Right. And they they just let that fall. The, the, the reason I say it's not because of for the task, mm-hmm. it's for the history. Gary and 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 Meatloaf. Don't, don't jive. Get on, I know. And the reason I, I make an issue of it is because later on, and I don't want you to jump ahead, right? You, I, I commented on it. Me, when Meatloaf is talking, he's communicating things without saying words. He's he's holding himself, mm-hmm. right? He's holding himself. He's restraining. He's himself, restraining yeah. himself, and th- he can't speak, right? Well, you don't have to care about the team. Care about his health. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that, that stress is stress is one of the is, is a killer, right? Yes. <laughs> so. 
yeah, obviously their their plan was what it was, but that that was. I mean, he's cool got signs reason. everywhere. I mean, we we're just watching it right now, and uh, Meatloaf is just like. Right. Yeah. In the initial meeting with the Omaha Steak people. But I do give Meatloaf a lot of credit, despite the fact that they are not really, you know, homies, you know, and, you know, even their past arguing and things like that. Like, he really stepped up to the plate to carry the team through. That was the, he did. <clears throat> the he did, consistent he, thing. He did, because he, he, he had through. to, and he actually <laughs> stepped up. And they said, you know, he gets... He gets credit for doing a great job yeah. every show, and he got credit again for doing a great job this show, even though he never cooked. But his presentation is great, um, and apparently he does know how to cook. But I think mostly he was talking to the I chef to get. The, he was asking the right questions, right? He was asking the right questions. Well, you know chef. what? I'm gonna uh, a little side note, but not side note. Um, there's a myth um, that a lot of people have. It's about all you know, right? Yeah. It's you know uh, you're not intelligent. Like oh th- that person's done. Well, it's not really about what you know. It's really about what you do when you don't know. Mm-hmm. And so Meatloaf responded well with that, where right. he didn't know how to cook, but like you said, he knew how to ask the right questions. So mm-hmm. he went after it and said, okay, I don't know how to cook, but I'm going to learn how to cook. Mm-hmm. And I believe he did that for this task. So you just hit one of my key phrases in life. You have to know what you don't know. You ever had to deal with people who actually aren't aware that they are completely ignorant about something? That's a problem because <laughs> they're going to handle it like they're not. Right. Yeah. And destroy Very everything true. around them because they simply don't know. And then when you have someone like that and you try to tell them, hey, you don't know what you're doing, well, they already convinced that they do. So, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. That's it's important enough. to know what you don't know. Otherwise, you're stuck doing something ridiculous. So. All right. Well, like I said, the ladies held it down. You know, I just have. I'm just like a big cheerleader for the ladies right now. AJ, why are you looking at me all funny? Because because the ladies didn't <laughs> hold anything down. They it, did. It was, okay. it, was, it was no. Now let's talk from... about the ladies. Now let's talk about the ladies. Okay, go so, right ahead. The ladies hope. Am I saying her last name the right way? Just Worst call her Hope. Hope. Anyways, Playboy so, of the Year. Yeah, Playboy. Playboy. Play, that's it. So she. They did a fabulous job. I mean, women just do that. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> women just do. Could that. I? Yeah, I'm gonna jump on this right now. <laughs> If I'm in a cave and there's a bear, I'm with AJ and we're in a cave and there's a bear and we happen to wake up the bear and he's hungry. Uh-huh. All I have to do is outrun AJ because the bear will eat him. That's what the women did. What? The his, women his, managed to only slightly... Uh, you, you're his, a scientist. His, his point is... His point is <laughs> the you, scientist? His, his point is you only have to run a little bit better than the person behind. Those guys were so broken up. All they had oh, to do was not on. destroy their task. But, oh, but hold on. on. I can we can talk about all day about how great the women team is. How how great they are, you know. You know, poor let, let's talk about Latoya. Okay? No, let's <laughs> not talk about Latoya. Let's talk about how, okay. Let's then talk about the project manager and talk about hope. Yeah, we will talk about hope. Did Hope decide that flying a kite in Omaha Steaks went together? Like, what was that? I thought we were talking about the ladies' team. This is, and that's the guy's no, team. I'm, 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 I'm comparing both project We're doing a compare and contrast? Yes. Well, well, I mean, let's yes. talk about the lady team as a whole, as the a coherent group. The lady team as a whole, they worked cohesively together despite, you know, Nene just sort of being, like, off the chain and really insensitive at times. Um, very insensitive. Nene. Nene says she's got a bad rap. Right. And do I you mean, agree that she's got a bad rap? I don't think you do. Come on, you get Nini's listening. By the way, she she checks the show out and she says, "Okay, I'm... I wonder what those guys at AfterBuzz are saying." And she's waiting for you to answer. What is it? I am uh, it, not uh, oh, <laughs> a fan. Exactly. Don't throw me under the bus. I'm not throwing you under the bus. I'm not, I'm not, I will honestly say Trump I personally am not 
a fan of Nene. Okay, so for reason, she's just not my speed. You know. Okay, what I mean? so is she the weakest link? I will say, she, mm, she could. Mm, it's kind of a yes or no. Is or isn't. I haven't thought about who's the weakest link. Okay, well, but because if you ask Hope, Hope says this. Nene. No, Hope says it's. Marley. No, just again. Hope says Star this. Jones. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> She's a project manager. Herself? She says it's Latoya. Oh, Latoya. Yes. Latoya. You Is know Latoya what? the Here's weakest link? Here's what I like about Latoya, though. Latoya does her part, and she doesn't like overstep her boundaries. She just sort of kind of does what she needs to do. In terms of a leader, I don't necessarily see her as a leader. But so and, she as a team, the but a weakest link is a matter of a team player, not just a leader. Yeah, so that's she, true. And she has won. She but won. she has been a team player. Okay, so how... She, LaToya has been... A, which is why I can't say that she's the weakest link because she has been a toy... Uh, uh, a, a team player. Okay, so then who we have left? You got Nene. Nene's the weakest link, or is it is it Star? Nene. No one's gonna say Star because everyone's scared of Star. I mean, no, I will not say that Star Jones is the weakest link. I mean, I think that she could definitely take it to you know the finals with this whole entire thing, in my opinion, because she is very strategic. She's like a bulldog, and you know, even in her like what she does is she like Nene says she will be the project manager behind the project manager. Okay. For the sake of, and I think I feel like that might be her strategy. So with Nini, Nini is sort of kind of, she's not necessarily an effective leader. And there's a part of me that feels like now she's at a point where she's, it's become more personal to her because she, you know, for whatever, for whatever reasons, feels like everybody's ganging up on her and perceiving her a certain kind of way and things like that. But it's like, the perception is reality when it comes to Nini, in my opinion. Okay. And, but I think just like you were saying with your definition um, what were you saying again? About which one? Um, you were saying you you were giving us your definition of um, when people don't know any better. Oh yeah, when you don't know what you don't know. Same thing with Nini. I feel like Nini is just sort of kind of like That's, you know a deer in the headlights. Okay, so she jumps so, right on it. That's exactly where I was going with it because <laughs> Nini does not know what she doesn't I know. I agree. She is I completely and utterly no, out of her she's, element. She's so out of her element. So if she realized she was out of her element, she would be able to adjust better. But she yeah. think she thinks this is just like any other element that she's been. That's why she thinks she can yell at a, a world figure. Sure, it's fine. You know, mm-hmm. she's one of the Jacksons, but you don't. How do, are you perceived when you do that, yeah. right? And she's confused. Very so she's confused. Her, she, she speaks well. She's, he's, she's gonna put. She's trying to pull a Michael on me. Michael just passed. Yeah, that's her brother. Yeah. the whole world hurts for that. You have to be sensitive. Yeah. you don't keep throwing Michael's name out there without saying rest in peace, rest his soul. We miss you, Michael. Right. That's ridiculous because yeah. she's completely out of her element she's and it's actually not acceptable. And someone in her family needs to get on the phone and call her <laughs> and tell her, Nene. Pay attention. I raised you I mean, better I think, than that. You know, sidebar. I mean, this. I didn't want this to become the Nini show, but as far as Nini is concerned, but I like from what I've read, mm-hmm. you know, she's definitely alienated a lot of people. People. I mean, she's trying to make her home a little happy. You know, she's going through a divorce and this is not sure, third and sure. blah blah blah. So she has like so many other issues. a track record. Yeah, I mean, she's definitely my perception of Nini, and I have, you know, I didn't meet her personally. She's not the nicest person. Um that I've met, um, but I don't necessarily... I mean, well, who is Nini at the end of the day? She's just a housewife who talks a lot of shit. Is that who she you is? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Chris, real talk. Now, now divorcee. You know, so what makes you even think that you can even have this platform to do to be a leader? To, to I don't even know. what. Where is her charity? I don't know. Like, her, you know what her, I mean? So There should be some humble... 
Exactly. Absolutely. And I agree from with her. you. Okay, so then let's talk about Latoya. So they hope. Hope thinks, and I think other people on the female team may think this as well, but that Latoya's the weakest. But that's because of her soft voice. Okay. Everyone cannot have, just based on statistics alone, a voice that can be projected. That's not possible. There has to be someone on the planet Earth who can't do it. Okay? And <laughs> Poor Latoya. Just consider... You are what you practice. I'm, I'm, I'm from the Corps, so Marine Corps, you are what you practice. You practice, and that's what you will be. If all mm-hmm. she's been practicing her entire 50-plus years, I think she's over 50, that soft voice, just projecting that is not something she's going to be able yeah. to just like that. So, Hey, guys, we actually have a caller on the line. Okay, that's great. Hola, this better not be Nene. <laughs> uh, what's up, Nene? <laughs> right, let's hear this caller. Hola. Never mind, they shy got it. Shy got it. Maybe it was Nene. You scared <laughs> Nene away. She, she oh was calling to God. defend herself and talk to you and explain to you her piece. Oh my God. And tell me she about myself because I told her she was raised better and she's upset. You know, woman's a woman. By the way, girl. see, this is why. <laughs> by the way, I have a personal, for those of you who don't know what I do for After Buzz, I, I oversee all the shows and other yes, things. You do, Phil. I do the graphics. I do the graphics like Nene. Mm-hmm. No, not Nene. Uh, Star Jones. Star Jones. <laughs> That's what I do for After Buzz. All day, every day, just graphics. Hilarious. But, uh, you know, people have said we want more callers, and we try to let that happen. And this is what happens when you try to let callers. We've had callers in the but past. Don't numerous slam ones. them. Give, I... give them support. Come on, callers. Give us a call. We want to talk to y'all. It ain't all about us, it's, you know. We're not bitter about it. We want you to call <laughs> we do, us. We do. We so do. So that we can have you talk to Phil. He Just has make more sure to that's tell. Right. Do they need to call on a landline? I think we might have the caller. Well, the number again. is... All right, caller, you on the line? Hi, it's Courtney. Hello. Oh, Courtney. <laughs> How are you? Are you here to back up your ladies' team? Because they need it. We do not need it. Uh-uh. Hold on. Wait a minute. We won. Uh, winning isn't everything. <laughs> We won. Okay. Well, I, I called, first of all, to keep Phil from being so bitter about callers hanging up. So I felt like I should at least give you that. I won't hang up. And for two, you cannot hate on LaToya Jackson. LaToya Jackson is a star. And she that's is. just how it is. She is. No, you can't hate on LaToya. I don't think LaToya's uh, La- presentation. I thought it was dead on. If you are a project leader and you know she can't be hurt, then somebody get her a mic. Why didn't she have a microphone? Because somebody explained it to me they did it on camera. Why weren't all of them mic? That's my point. If she can't be heard, make her heard. She, but what she said, how she said it, her presentation, she said, I've eaten at the finest places finest in the world. Finest restaurants you know in she's the not world. Lying. You know she's not lying. And this is the, one of the best things I've had. That's a big deal. Hope realized it yes. and still slammed her. <laughs> I agree, and I believe my vote is that Hope is the weakest link on that team. Sorry. Really? You think so? I think she doesn't actually have a strong enough personality to contribute anything. The only thing that she's good at is not causing trouble. So I guess on the one hand, that keeps them all working together while there's still five of them. Mm-hmm. But if she was set out to do stuff on her own, she her strength came from Star telling her what to do. But Star is telling everybody what to do at this Exactly. Point. But you know I mean? uh, everybody else has still shown that they have independence and they have some kind of opinion and some kind of level of creativity. And uh, what's her name? Hope did not show that at all as project manager to me. But she won. For me, I'm just like, she she led the team. And I think that they, and I think, I felt like their presentation was well put together. Omaha Steaks didn't have a problem with LaToya's voice. I hate to say this because I know it's going to make the ladies a little bit 
like they are when you say things like this. Mm-hmm. She didn't win. She didn't win this time, and y'all didn't win the last time. Gary That's, not That's not yeah, true. That's not true. No, no. Gary that is not Busey true. No. Such no. a horrible and they did not job win by the, default. I take that back. I take that back. The last one, actually, Gary Busey did a bad job, but actually the whole process was bad on the guy's this side. On that one one. This one, too? What makes it so different? Because this one, you almost didn't have to do anything. Gary Busey was absolutely destroying that whole project, and I actually want to call someone and tell me if Meatloaf is okay. He was very <laughs> stressed out. That man he's could not fine. speak. He's, he's a public a figure. He's sure, a he's boy. a big boy. That's one of the reasons <laughs> I want to make sure he's okay. <laughs> Speaking but of, that doesn't change that the women did a wonderful they job. Did. Their presentation they was it. well put together. Absolutely. The poker night don't package hate. was a don't great idea. And you can't take that away I from have them. To hate. I'm not, because mm-hmm. I actually wrote down here in my notes. I love my notes. Mm-hmm. Ladies team, you know, the flow of the project, the flow of the presentation was, was very clean. It, it, it moved from one person to the next. Um, the only thing that stuttered a little bit was Nini, of course. Um, they actually, I think they actually should have did more live cooking. If they're going to present food, then they should have presented it and cooked it because people do that on cooking shows. And all that's the time. what Nini did. That is well, Nini actually cooked it and, and served it, but did she actually have it already prepared too? Yes. Okay, yeah. it was good. Two so they should have did more of that. Um, they should have been paying Don't attention. Don't check for Nini. Oh, I'm I'm not I'm not <laughs> checking for Nini's Nini, what Nini's doing at all. I'm checking for what Nini's out of her element situation. I it's, agree. That's the only thing. As far as when she was a project leader, I think she did fine. It's, it's better than so many others. But, um, you know, so I'm not taking anything but then doesn't that mean she's not necessarily out of her, pro- out of her uh, element? Well, no, not at all. Because uh, the fact that she's out of her element doesn't show itself all the time. But when it does, it's bad. I mean, I think Maybe that... Maybe she's just a rude person. No, <laughs> well, I mean... Then, but okay, I think... then be a rude person someplace else. You don't have to be a rude person no, 100% I don't think of the that time. No, I think that's really... I mean, what you're getting is Nini. I mean, if, you, if you're if you familiar with Real Housewives of Atlanta, like, that's a really who she is. And mm-hmm. I mean... And you can be nothing like, else? Yeah, but you can still change... No, I mean, that is who she is. Like, this is... Okay, this is a woman who's never been on TV before for the last... And now she's had all this sudden fame mm-hmm. for the last maybe, what, three years now? All of a like sudden, that. this is a woman who's gone through, um, you know, physical, who has physically even altered herself mm-hmm. to fit into the Hollywood mold of whatever. Case She's in gotten point. a no, you're, a no you're job. my case right now. Yeah, absolutely. So I will say that definitely she's out of her element and that, um, man. Y'all made me forget what I was going to say. I think she's just playing her brand, like I said last week. Her brand is way too much mouth all the time, and she's just playing to that. But I don't even think it's a brand. I really think that's absolutely her. Like, I don't, that's, I guess that's my point. Like, my point is that that's absolutely her, and I think that she's milking it to the bank. Okay, so then let me ask ask about Star, okay? Because my issue with Star is that no one is paying enough attention to Star. No one on the ladies' team is paying enough attention. But you know what? Everyone else is. They don't realize that she has a strategy because she's just working her strategy. They do not realize that they need to also have a strategy to deal with Star. And if they they just leave, what Mm -hmm. they do is they leave the project manager at the whim of Star. And they let that project manager fend for Mm -hmm. themselves. Well, you know what? She's just going to start keep picking y'all off one at a time. And... Someone and 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 someone at who was it Nini who said this that you I was, was gonna say you don't doing... think Nini's starting to notice? Yeah, no, that's and she did. That Nini's right. picking up on it. Nini's picking up. Is... Nini ain't slow. I, I didn't say that. Nini and Marley. Nini and Marley were talking in? about it. Yeah. Eight weeks in is uh, you better know the game. Yeah, I'm not saying she's dumb. 
I'm not saying she's dumb at all. I, actually, I think she's fairly intelligent. Yeah. But, but intelligence has to show itself in more than just one way. If yeah. you're going to be into, intellectual, if you're going to be smart about something, then know your environment. Right? But I think you, that you when it boils be down to it with um, Star Jones, like Star Jones is playing her game, and I definitely think that Nini is picking up on it, as well as Marley. And then, I mean, between Hope and who else is left, LaToya, they're just sort of kind of playing the Who's the strongest the player? Who's Star the strongest Jones. player? Star Jones is the Star, star, star Jones. Is that what, what do you think, Courtney? Who's the strongest? Strongest? I'm sorry. Right now, it's still Star. Star Jones. I don't agree. The, I don't think she's the strongest. The I don't think she's the strongest, like, for real. I actually think that LaToya just, would pull it off if she realized more than I think she actually realizes. But based on how the game is being played right now, Star is still playing everybody. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Right. And that's my two cents. So you guys Thank have you, a Courtney, wonderful rest of the show. <laughs> Thanks Thank you, Courtney, call, for Courtney. defending all the callers out there. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying. We won't take any more tonight. It's been real. You can go. Okay. Now. Bye. Bye-bye. You can go. Go ahead and hang up the phone. That's a good job. All right. Hilarious. She's all right. Hilarious. Well, I mean, I think that that's where we are, but I do think that collectively as a whole, women, we are the backbone for... We are the backbone. Backbone Aren't you called ASAP? Isn't that the what, team? What are you the backbone of? <laughs> Oh, what are the back- of men in general. You're the backbone of men? Yes, and See, I do believe that. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't, okay, well, here's the deal. I'm going to say this, I'm going to say this, I'm going to say this. This is what I said. I don't think women are the backbone of anything. I think women are the leaders of most things, mm-hmm. right? And if they if they are the backbone, it's because they chose to be the backbone. But even that's strategic, right? I think um, the w- women have a, a different kind of power, right? It's, 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 it's almost like a different type of electric energy. You have electromagnetism, right? They're mm-hmm. both tied together. Which one's more powerful? That depends on the application. Same thing here. Women will be more powerful depend on, depending on the application. You put them in the right element, and, and guys won't be able to do anything with them. But there are attributes of men that will just blow women away because we are actually most of the time physically stronger, and we do already have a built-up guys club, which we can block you out of, and they do that. Hi, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> what about hi, Courtney? Hi, Courtney. <laughs> but yeah, so that's the whole deal. But, but okay, but what I wanted to, I got some notes here. You know, I love my notes. I, I think Gary Busey and I think John being suspicious of him and believing that, well, he's a saboteur, that he knows exactly what he's doing, and that he is either a genius or he's evil, right? Which one is it? I think it's neither. I think that that actually the fact that he has been injured is what's causing the problem. And 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 from a, from a certain standpoint, or from the outside looking in, I think something's wrong all the time. And I think he actually they, they actually have it. He he gets clarity in bites. I think his brain is actually only capable of clarity and bites, and that's what they're getting. So I don't whether or not he should have been fired. I don't know if they if the guys team would have would have been able to control him and recognize that he has bites, then you minimize his access to those bites if you actually can. I I I, I think he's a good guy. I think he's he's different, like Donald Trump said. There there's something to be said for different. Nobody wants to deal with the same type of person all the time. That's ridiculous. And and the people who are the same, they're on that big end of the bell curve, right? You got the bell curve. Or the outliers that are extraordinary. The outliers that are on that small end of the bell curve or are doing things extra. I'm gonna and draw a bell curve for you. Okay. <laughs> the bell the bell curve is important, people. It's where you live in. It, it's just about everything you do is about the bell curve. Okay. There we go. For so, those of you watching the uh, so video podcast. There's the bell curve. So so y- if you're listening, here's, look it up. Look it up. 
here's where most bell of, curve one oh one. Here's where most people exist, and there's a bell curve for just about everything you do, and. You just have to decide, is Gary on the positive end of that bell curve or the negative end? Or is he bouncing back and forth? I think he's bouncing back and forth. Is that possible? It, it has it, to be. I and don't what? Think he's okay, on the bell it, curve at all. I honestly and truly think that there's some missing screws. Yes, I agree. And I mean, so I don't think he's on the bell curve at all. Like, think, I want right, to get, no, I wanna get AJ's. Disorder. I think what he, he might have a mental disorder. Yes, I agree. I think his mind and so, is damaged. And and with that said, he shouldn't have been in the game in the first place. Well, no, I think well, it's I mean, like saying handicapped people can't no, play. No, with no, no, not no, because no, I'm not saying that at all. Because you know, clearly Marley's doing an amazing job, and I love seeing well, her on the sh- on the show. My and by the way, I is, think she's the strongest player on your team. FYI. Okay. My point is, in terms of, it's not fair to throw someone... I mean, because it is a mental game. You understand? Mm-hmm. You have to mm-hmm. exercise. You have to use your judgment. You have to use, you know, your knowledge. You have to use some level of intellect. Okay. And it isn't fair if someone has this type of issue that no one knows what it is. He's just different. Yeah. It is unfair, in a way, to be thrown in a situation where you have to use what has become what is really a weakness. For me, I think it was un- it's unfair to have him even on the show. Yeah, but, but Gary, okay, A. Not, not being insensitive, but I, I just feel like, you know, I mean, you want to fly kites with, with, with a steak. Here's the interesting thing. If you consider that everything has a level, mm-hmm. right? Someone like Gary can be so brilliant at one moment in time that his brilliance dwarfs everyone's constant. It so could be if, a mental dwarfism. Well, no, no, that's not what I'm All saying. Right. <laughs> that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that if everybody, everyone is here at a constant intellectual creative creativity level, they're there and they 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 bounce up and down. Ooh, I was a little bit more creative. I was a little less creative. And Gary Busey is down here most of the time. And then bam, he's up here for a split second, and then back down. That split second of brilliance. But it's not Ch- meant change for this the world. forum. Well, I'm not it's not, that's what, it's that's for, my but. point. I feel like that his level of brilliance is not for celebrity apprentice and or regular apprentice. It makes for right. good think TV. Of it, think of it. It makes for good, great TV, absolutely. And this is the purpose of celebrity apprentice. But when you think about it, to even be on a regular apprentice show, you have to show some level of something, like, you know, Harvard Business School or whatever. You know, you Hope have to is be a Playboy model. Exactly. All I'm saying but, is that, unfortunately, I feel as though... She was a fantastic... All right. Yeah, but I have I, two I'm, questions. That's what, that's what I'm saying. I'm just saying that it's. I think that it's unfair at this point to Gary Busey for him to have even been a part of the show. The same way that I feel like on Dancing with the Stars, they shouldn't have... Like, Maya should not have been on Dancing with the Stars. She is someone who has danced her whole life. So to put someone like that, it's it's, it's unfair. You you you, it's it's you're not leveling the playing so field. So I would like to give the, give, my, give the listeners and the viewers yes. an opportunity to learn something that we should all know how to do: agree to disagree. Yes, I agree <laughs> to disagree with you. All right, okay. I have a question. A, is there any pattern in the world that follows the bouncing back and forth bell curve pattern? Yeah, there. Yeah, there, what do we there got? Are, there are several, right? And um, bipolar. Okay. Yes. Okay. It's, I it's thought that in the car. I was like, well, maybe he's bipolar. Okay. Well, the, the whole point is there are there are lots of there are varying degrees of, and I'm no expert in this at all, by the way. I just know what I've read. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are varying degrees of bipolar, um, and people who are that way are ha- have have very high extremes and very low extremes, mm-hmm. 
and they move back and forth between those all the time. And some people can function that way, and some people need to have medication to help control it. But people like that function and, and can be brilliant at times. And as long as they're aware of their condition, mm-hmm. it, it, it can help them. So I, I'm just saying. Yeah. I mean, that's, we're not saying not that Gary Busey's bipolar. My point is, but... I, I'm going to make this point, though. <laughs> Gary Busey, he agreed to be on the show. He wanted to be on the show. He contract. felt he was the strongest contender. There's not a doubt in his mind mm-hmm. that no. he was not the strongest. That's, I think that's one of the reasons to be a contender is to believe that you are the strongest contender. Yeah. So. But it's good for our for the purpose of television as a producer. Hey, you think you're great? Show us. That makes my you know our job as a producer that much easier. So why would you deny him that know, right? Oh, this dude is crazy. Flop. You are no by no means the strongest player. You cannot be on the show. It's television. We need ratings, duh. And so you really <laughs> think they they no, I, I honestly think that, you know, he is a very interesting character. And unfortunately, I mean, it's, it's almost like with the same thing. I mean, granted, this this person actually won. But, um, you know, I don't know if anyone's out there has um, seen your own show on the own network when Oprah was looking for the per- person to host their own show. Did you guys, are you guys familiar with that show? Which I am. Um, your I, own show on okay. the Oprah Winfrey network. Okay. And basically, you know, in the early beginning of it, you know, a lot of people were challenging, you know, why, because there was a handicapped person who was on the show and every, and you know, um, and having conversations with other producers, we're like, oh, well, why Well, why is that? And a lot of people were saying, well, you know, for the purpose of TV. And I'm like, but that's not right. fair. But ultimately, he ended up win- he ended up being one of the winners. So the, the, the you never is, know. The point is, whether or not we put them on the show or not, mm-hmm. in the real world, they're fighting those battles anyway. Yes, and and sure. And they're, they're put against, they're pit against the people all the time. And they have obstacles to overcome. And whether or not we put them in the show and have them have to overcome them or not, they have to do it. And we can, you know, we, we, we're supposed to address it and acknowledge it. Mm-hmm. But I can tell you, most handicapped people would not want you to then give them an extra hand because they know right. that they can do their part. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not telling you Gary Busey is handicapped, actually. <laughs> I'm just telling <laughs> right. you that he's a unique individual yes. and that his highs and lows could be useful. But in saying that, I do think that just even though like you don't you call s- a grown man boy. Right. But the Ooh, thing is, I just that like what one. you said in terms of. Um, Giving giving them the opportunity, I think that with, with between him and Marley, it's that you know we know that we're acknowledging the fact that she is deaf or you know. Yes. Whereas with Gary Busey, you're thinking that he's an you know a regular individual, but clearly and it's unspoken and it's not acknowledged. But it is spoken. They know that he had a brain injury in a motorcycle yeah, accident. They actually know. Well then I don't know then. I don't know. Well <laughs> I, well that's the whole thing. The yeah. the point is you have you have different types of handicaps. You have the type of handicap that's right in your face because they're signing and that's not making fun of signing. Right I know how to do my name. Mm-hmm. Right. But um <laughs> Then you have the kind that's not so apparent, right? And those are injuries of the brain. People have emotional injuries. Those scars Mm -hmm. are there. They can affect you more than the physical ones, and they're not easily addressed. I think if anything can come from it, someone, some charity or some group out there can speak to the fact that, you know what? Gary Busey hung in there despite whatever could be going on there. It would have been nice, though, for us to know what that is, though, because there might be other viewers and, th- and and people out there who might have the same. I mean, we're not trying to diagnose Gary Busey in any way, yeah. but I mean, there are people out there, you know, in our lives, who, and it's not acknowledged. That's my whole thing. I think as a viewer, 
Yeah. Kind of you one know, of my things about American one, society, so, though. It's just so sad not to at least acknowledge it and, and address it. Everything has to have a diagnosis. Everything has to have a name. Which is why, by the way, as soon as something comes out and people are like, oh, a lot of people seem to have that condition. Well, yeah, because before there was no name for it, right. so of course they didn't have that condition. Mm -hmm. Right, and that's that's kind of my issue. And and, and I'm, I'm, I'm not telling you saying everything shouldn't have a name, That's but I think there are certain conditions that have a name that shouldn't, right? And um, Gary Busey condition? Gary Busey's condition, I don't think, needs a name. I think it is... Especially if it's if this is a unique individual, and there are not a lot of people like him in that industry. In that, then it, it, the name currently is Gary Busey, and that that's good enough. And they knew that, and they had to deal with him. I think the guys got frustrated more, honestly, not so much about Gary, but so much that when it was Gary's turn to really leave, Mark went instead, and that really wasn't Gary's fault. That was Mark's fault. That was. Ta da. And I, uh, I think I've said my piece about that for now. I don't have a problem with Gary. <laughs> I don't have a problem with Mark. It is for charity. My only issue is Mark's charity didn't actually win anything. That's Gary's right. did. Well, I would just say flavored steaks sound like the <laughs> dumbest idea in the world. I want my, Which one? I want my steak with, with chicken the flavor. <laughs> That's the flavor steak I want, and I want it on a stick. Which one on a stick. Flying the kite with, with the father and the steak or the flavored steaks? The flying the kite. <laughs> you had it with the steak and the dinner. That was it. That was the Father's Day celebration. But you gotta understand that kite was important to him somewhere in his mind, and John <laughs> knew it. John said, "I didn't know when that was coming, but I was pretty sure it was coming." And when he, when he, and everyone was like, "That's a beautiful story." And then he went to the kite. It's like, okay, there's more to the story. This kite, and then what? Okay, I don't know what he's talking about. And that's what it was. He completely lost the crowd because the kite was unnecessary. You, you the, the, you're talking about stakes. You're talking about okay. It's necessary to him. That's the point. But, but, but it was important a, to him. It was important to a part of him that we don't understand. That part we don't understand. That's the part the that Gary that was BC important condition. to. Did he not have a Father's Day celebration? <laughs> was was there a kite involved and it just went badly? Jess, is this think, is this accessible on Wikipedia? That Gary I mean, Busey. What, we what year was he born? Maybe it is a time in history where kites were. Maybe when he got into that accident, it was because of a kite. You don't know what it was, right? A kite flew by. He was watching on his bike. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow. Well, God. I mean, he did have one great suggestion, although it wasn't referred to as great after the fact. I, I mean, I thought good. the audience, thought it was pretty the good. audience participation was a good idea. Having you know the the audience come and taste the food and everything. I, like I honestly think. Granted, that maybe they thought they sh they should have had the food in their seats instead of uh -huh. coming on the stage, which I can understand from a directorial standpoint that that didn't make any sense. But I thought that giving the audience the experience was great. Oprah and does that it. Yeah, yeah, I well, thought Oprah's that, that was giving the, away cars and and trucks and but school Oprah districts. doesn't have them come on the stage. That's the difference. Oh, she doesn't. Yeah, no, oh, she doesn't. Okay. They well, I think if they, they made like little bite-sized pieces for everyone, exactly, that, that would have been great. Yeah, that yeah. should that should be. But it's, I think that was probably the 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 best idea that he had. Okay, so we we normally talk about a theme of risk and safe. We always mm -hmm. say the ladies are consistent with their planet safe, and the guys are consistent with them taking some type of risk. For the most part, Gary Busey is a risk. Talking about kites, yeah. When you want to be talking about Absolutely. steaks, so and flavored steaks. So now I, I want a. But at least flavored steaks is on topic of steaks. Yeah. Right. What what True. do you think the ladies was were safe this time? Do you think that was a safe or they took some risks there? Um, I want to say. And if they did, what was it? 
in terms of the ladies, I think we're just brilliant. That's all. That's a that's a that's a very <laughs> that's a very blanket. You guys answer. did okay. No, I think that with the ladies, um, I think it, it, it not that no, they did a great presentation. It was the presentation not was a good. risk. They great did is, they is, is they did so the task to the very best of their ability, and I don't think that they played it safe necessarily. They were strategic. They made it a point to cook the food to ensure that they were able to get all the meals in. They 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 were not, in, and I mean, and they did take a risk, even in terms of Marley being a host of the cooking segment and using that was a great way to incorporate her disability in the show and it worked okay. and that was a risk within itself because they could have been like you know we don't want to do it because that's gonna you know for whatever reasons they might have thought that the sign language would mm-hmm. derail the audience and get them a little confused okay. and everything like that so that was a risk within itself don't be hating on the ladies but no no but, but, but that's <laughs> I wasn't hating I was just but trying I to say that for that was a risk. Every, every show we do we decide whether they were playing safe and I yeah. think and I want to know what, what your opinion was. And my opinion is, I actually agree. I don't think they put it safe this time. No. I think that the the point with the with Marley up front mm-hmm. was was a risk, and I think choosing poker as the theme was also yes. a risk. Yeah, and absolutely. and it was out of the type of thing a lady would do, which I think was part of Marley's point. So I think that little bit of risk actually paid off because the judges or the the actual company Omaha Stakes, and I'm going to say. Stakes By the way, I love how uh, so you have the CEO and then you have cousin Todd. <laughs> That is the worst introduction of a guy ever. And hey, this is cousin Todd. Cousin Todd is just there because he's the cousin. Because he's the cousin. He could. He's the cousin. And, and they were Why like, they were, Phil, because the be truth. Know what happened? They were they were there, and cousin Todd had came over for dinner for some steaks. <laughs> yeah. And they was like, hey, so we're gonna go home over here. We I really hope that's. Do. I mean, and cousin Bill was like, wants to be the cousin. Cousin too, was cousin steaks. Cousin Todd was looking like, can I, can I come too? You're not on the roster. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give some business advice that I learned, and a. When you're with someone, whoever it is, like Cousin Todd, whatever, he may be your Cousin Todd, but give him a better title. Because A, that means he deserves to be in the room. It's only good for him. And it's only good for you by surrounding yourself with that sort of company. Now, if you say, hey, I'm hanging out with my Cousin Todd, that sounds lame. Are you serious? And how did that make Todd feel, you think? Cousin Todd, rather. Like he doesn't belong in the like, room. Like, like he has no like place. Like he's just cousin Todd. Like okay, AJ, AJ. Yes, first and foremost, obviously a friend, but a lot of credits. Thank you he, very much. I if nothing stuff. else, he is an amazing IT tech guy. I mean, he works for the <laughs> Wendy Williams show. Daphne, you're a producer and a director. You have an amazing movie out, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but you're a friend. I wouldn't. You know what I mean? But that's. No offense, that's not how I would introduce you. Right. I'm going to go ahead and agree with Phil. That was wrong with what Phil. y'all did to Cousin Todd. We don't appreciate it, and neither does Cousin Todd. And make sure that lesson learned, do not refer to Phil as Cousin Phil. That's no right. way. <laughs> Even though we could be cousins. We, we could, could be, be cousins. cousins. You can see it in our eyes. Well, Daphne has a cousin, Mark. Yes. And we love Cousin Mark. We love Cousin so, Mark. But Cousin Mark deserves, when when you, you guys might remember him from our first episode, Cousin Mark deserves to be here. Cousin <laughs> yes. Mark has amazing opinions. And he's not here simply because he's Cousin Mark. Right. If that makes sense. Yes. I just want that point out there because people do it a lot. Yes. And it's do. a pet peeve. All and right, it so sucks for business. So where are we now? So I think we're going to a bumper, are we not? I have no idea. All right. Well, I guess, yeah, sure. <laughs> Jesse, take us to a commercial. Now we know.
Want to find out what the AfterBuzz is about? Janice is a drama queen. This yeah. is the divide that is going to carry the series? Give us a call. 424-256-1729. 424-256-1729. This television, and they want it to be as dramatic as possible. I mean, it's Shakespearean. You never know what goes on behind closed doors. Find out why AfterBuzz TV is the number one source for after-show content. Now, in the eyes of Jimmy, Nucky is a villain. 424-256-1729. 424-256-1729. Four, I mean, who would you guys rather hear that from? Your husband or your best friend? <laughs> the wig! The wig will come out. When the TV show is over, get your after buzz on. Uh, after buzz TV news. So the Playboy Playmate, Hope Dorothic. Just Hope. Hope. <laughs> That's all she needs is just a little just bit of hope. Slaughter that. I, I, can't, I can't do anything with that name. <laughs> uh, revealed that she got along with the, uh, Nene Leakes until she had to be her boss, claiming she is unstable. Saying, quote, one minute she was crying and opening up her about herself and sharing some things about her past that's very, very personal, and the next minute she was yelling. See? That is who she is. That is yes. a defensive mechanism. See, the, this, the first part is who she actually is. The second part is the defensive mechanism. She is overcompensating for something. She's overcompensating because she's out of her league that we established before. Well, and she even said it in the very first episode of the show. She's like, all these other people have done this and then the third and blah, 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 and da, da, da. And I've just been on a reality show. And that is really who she is. Well, th- that that's a matter of self-confidence. And I, if, if that is what it is, and I'm not saying that's what it is, but from just this little snippet, that's what it seems like it is. There are places and things you can do to help your confidence. Maybe it's stuff at home that's going on. Maybe it's stuff that you in your past. But she she needs, well, you know, having lack of self-confidence in her world is probably something very difficult to admit, which means she'll never actually get any assistance for it, which means she'll just continue to spiral. And I'm saying, if that is the case, recognize it, get the assistance. Yes. Well, according to our expert reality uh, producer, (laughs) Brant Pinvidage from the Jersey Shore, rally stars don't really last long, so her days are numbered. They are very numbered. 15 minutes is almost up. I mean, she stretched it out to 45. Yes, indeed. All right, Jess, get to the next one because I got a lot to say for this one. Actually, not really, but... So Donald Trump says he's putting off a decision to sign an extension for Celebrity Apprentice pending his decision to run for president. This is what you call one of those lose-lose situations. The Donald is still mulling whether or not to run for office, saying he'll make up his mind sometime before June. Mm. To that I say, Celebrity Vice President. Yeah? No? That is Anyone? a good show because he has to find somebody to run. That's right. Mm-hmm. And why not just let the celebrities like him and figure out which one's going to be his running mate because... Those Republicans will chew that up and throw it out along with his nomination. I think you're overestimating the Americans' desire for entertainment. No, I mean, I think that the desire for entertainment is there, but I could, I could never see them really endorsing that as a show. Mm-hmm. As an independent. But my, I think my, it's great. My point is, I do not want our country to be laughed at any further. And that, I don't like it. I don't like <laughs> it when the rest of the world is not taking us seriously because we obviously aren't taking ourselves seriously. So, 
Donald, do your thing. If you're if you're a candidate, by all means, take it seriously as well, so that the rest of the world can take us seriously. Because I am a vet. I am. I do love my country, and don't screw it up. I don't appreciate that. Well, I mean, mm. one I'm of the good things. Uh, we at the start of the show we had um, we announced all the things that After Buzz is sort of doing. One of the things that we want to be doing and will be doing for the elections. Uh, um, everyone knows two candidates. Eventually, people just know the winner. There's actually 50 candidates, if not more. I'm pretty sure around 50. So we're gonna get all the other 48 ones in here at After Buzz Studios. And because from what I've learned, okay, while those people may never win the presidency. What they are doing is propelling issues that the two main candidates, uh, Democratic and Republican, have to deal with and answer, and more so than a frickin' birth certificate. Right. Which is obnoxious. Obnoxious. Yeah. Mr. Trump, I love you, but just let go of this. Like, what, what's gonna what's gonna happen? Come on, I, let I'm, go. I'm not the best at politics, so, but I, I, I do have my opinions. I mean, he put, I mean, he put his foot in his mouth this week also too by making a very racial comment in a way. Just, and just that let work. it go. Like, okay, spend. No, yeah. Let's, it was bad. let's, let's so figure we'll out see. how to get better healthcare <laughs> as opposed to a birth certificate. Exactly. You know what? Why don't we figure out everyone has good healthcare? That way they will get the birth certificate they need. <laughs> so they can actually hey. make it into the world when it's, hey. when it's time to be born. I'm with Phil. <laughs> I'm, I'm with just Phil. saying. Vote just... for Phil. <laughs> oh, boy. I don't need more responsibility. I don't. I would. Oh, my God. No. I resign my thing for presidency. <laughs> I, can't, I don't even know what it's called, so I don't want to be a part of it. I'm not involved. <laughs> definitely canceling you. All right, and that's your After Buzz TV news for Celebrity Apprentice, April 17th, 2011. Yeah. You like my humming? I love your humming. Your After Buzz TV predictions. Ha. So what do we got? Well, I am speculating that the next episode will be when, given the fact that there's only three men and a whole bunch of girls, it will no longer be separated according to gender. I think that it could be. You don't think teams. the fantastic? Actually, well, hey. Well, we just see a sneak peek, so maybe. But I think that it's the time is coming where they're gonna make it. So I that, think one more. Yeah, one this episode, and then after that, I think they're gonna either be individually working, or if it's gonna be a team, it's no longer gonna be. It's gonna be co-ed instead of separated according to gender okay that's what i think is gonna happen i think the big three are gonna win the next task i think the big three are gonna win the next task and i think the ladies are going to work on this new project they have internally called (laughs) self-destruction and i think that they will get together as a group a cohesive group and self-destruct in a very constructive way who's the project manager on that one it doesn't really matter because whoever (laughs) it is is getting blown up (laughs) <laughs> that's what's going to happen. We'll and I, see. And I believe that it will be because of the animosities that have been building. I think it's going to have a little star. I think it's going to have a little Nini. I think it's going to have a little Marley in the background saying, y'all crazy. I think it's going <laughs> to In sign language. <laughs> in sign language. And I think Latoya's just going to be like, that's how she rolls. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be great. Well, before we wrap up, I want to say this. A, I look so forward to to the moment where uh, Nene 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 is doing her little spiel, and Latoya comes in the back and she's doing her thing. Yeah. 
And B, I want to speak on behalf of Marley's uh, interpreter. That must suck. Not only does Marley have to like <laughs> stay up all these hours and tons of time, but now you're also depending on this dude to stay up with you to be able to interpret what the hell you're saying. Hey, that's what it is. That's how you have that's to do it. That's what it is, but it's still making a paycheck. Hey. I like it. It is. All right, definitely take us out of here. All right, well, it's been fantabulous chatting with all of you guys. Please be sure to check out AfterBuzzTV.com and AfterBuzzTV on Facebook. And I would like to thank the ladies for making me also proud today for winning the task. And we will see. We will definitely see what is to come. The best is yet to come, and a woman's going to take it. I believe that. Okay. Awesome. Everyone's got to believe in something. <laughs> All right, just to get us out of here. From producers Kevin Undergaro and Phil Svitek, engineer DJ Jesse Janity, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. If you have questions or comments, be sure to buzz us at info at AfterBuzzTV.com. And you can find us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter by searching for AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.